Okay, one, two, three. Yes, there we go. I made a new trick so it starts recording automatically. Um, welcome to another episode of Selling Tropical Dawn, our podcast. Recorded here on Tropical Dawn while we're moored in uh, St. Helena. And today is uh, Thursday, the 27th of April, 2023. Just I thought I'd add that because people might. Oh, not have to, a, might yeah. be listening to it later and also for ourselves good Just, idea uh, yeah so we've been here now in St. Helena for just over a week we arrived last week Tuesday evening and it's Thursday now so yeah just uh, a week and a few days but it feels like we've been here forever isn't it yeah, I do think, because there are quite a few uh, yachties who have ended up staying for years here. Yeah. And, I, and I totally get it. <laughs> yeah. So maybe we'll start with that. Like yeah. when we when we checked in, so we checked in, we go to the, um, so everything here is, it's like, it's very small. I mean, the islands, so there's about 4,000 people on the, who live on the island now. I think by uh, the latest account we've heard from from locals. Uh, so it's a small island, not a lot of people. Uh, they get quite a lot of yachts, uh, about 200 to 300 yachts a year. Um, but like the town, we've only really seen um, Jamestown, which is the, I guess, the capital. <laughs> Funny enough, it's just a village. It's like a town. Uh, so we haven't re had a chance to go inland yet. But when um, you arrive, there's like, there's, so there's a little hub. Well, harbor. It's actually the the wharf. It's called, um, and then there's the um, port control building, which also has uh, customs and immigration. Um, so when we first arrived, so we arrived in the evening. We actually checked in the next morning or next day. We radioed uh, the harbor master on channel 14, I think. Anyway, he asked us to come in, come straight straight to the office so we don't wouldn't lose time <laughs> but it's probably more like yeah don't go on land without checking in he didn't say it that way but that, that sounded like it was the um so um yeah so we he he knew we were coming actually because uh our friend holger at uh who we Email. were in touch okay. with by Garmin, he had emailed uh, Harbour Master, so he knew we were coming. We radioed him, and anyway, he was waiting for us at the entrance of the building. Very friendly Harbour Master, I mm. forgot what his, his Steve. name Steve, the Harbour Master. Anyway, it was, was very friendly, and we so he helped us, like, guide us to uh, first to customs mm -hmm. and then to immigration. We actually, like, he asked, How long are you staying? and we was like, Well, how long can we stay? And he said, you can stay as long as you want, <laughs> which is very cool, because normally you you get, like most places, you get 90 days. Um, as we found out here officially, you, you get 183 days, I think, which is basically six months. Um, but yeah, apparently even immigration told us, like, if you want to stay longer, just uh, ask know, for two it. Two months in advance. Two months yeah. in advance, so the whole... It can go through the whole admin, but it sounds like it's basically like it's so easy to stay here. Yeah. I mean, when you when we looked up all the information on Saint Helena before coming here, it actually says like the 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 website about immigration really says like that they're very welcoming. They want people to stay here, so uh, which is interesting because it's so opposite to most Most places, places in the yeah. world. Uh, and interestingly enough, this is actually. UK and UK is like definitely not known for it's like well lately not known for being very welcoming to foreigners, foreigners or immigrants. Mm. So, um, but yeah, the island, like you said, is only four thousand uh, inhabitants. Apparently, I don't know when they counted it before, like ten or fifteen years ago. I that, think it was two thousand and six. Yeah. But That's like before, we like the, the the count before that was nine thousand. So basically, a lot of the, the, the island is like a lot of young people have, have left the island, and I think they're basically we and just so you know yeah, yeah. we got this rundown on the first day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, <laughs> we, we told we, all of this on the first day yeah. of arriving that yeah. 
yeah. about the population having dropped. Yeah. Where most of the young people actually they they, they go to the tertiary education overseas. Yeah. So so yeah, they get the, sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. And then they don't continue. I mean, they they decide just to stay wherever they are or to travel more. And a lot of them don't actually come back. Oh no! Not additionally. Yeah. Yeah, and like when they want to have a family. Yeah. Uh, but we did meet a few people who would come back after being overseas, uh, who are saints. That's actually the official, how the mm. people call themselves. Saint, uh, people from Saint Helena are saints. And <laughs> like, they are saintly. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's I, mean a, yeah. I mean, we haven't been yeah. to that many places, and we'd heard like that, like Saint Helena is a lovely place with lovely people. And when we arrived there, it's like it's all true, and it's actually even more so than we could have imagined. People are just mm -hmm. like are just so friendly mm. it's like i mean i've i've been to like when you go to smaller villages like I've, uh, when i was traveling in portugal i remember in the small villages which is kind of the same thing like young people leave so you've mainly older people people are super friendly but i feel like this is even more so i guess because it is so remote and there's not that many people coming here and i guess the people yeah anyway the people here i don't it's not just that i think people here are just well for whatever reason, their history or their their the culture here on the island are, are are just very friendly. Also, the one thing is which we were told in the beginning, say hi to everyone. And you yeah. you walk in the street and like everyone waves at you and says hi, mm -hmm. like from the get go. And it's not just I mean yeah, that's just the norm here. It's actually we also heard on the first day sometimes there's cruise ships coming past here, which apparently are cruise ships that are. On the way Antarctica, because it's it's you know, it's literally in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean, so it's not close to anything. Um, and yeah, the 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 local people, or at least the person we talked to, did not like the cruise ship people because they usually are like they don't they don't even say hi to the and people, yeah. and like that's like that's just so contrary Unsa to people. Unsaintly. <laughs> Unsaintly, yeah. Which, uh, on the other hand, we haven't seen any cruise ship here, but like we did see a lot of, well, we saw one cruise ship or two cruise ships in Luderitz, and we saw a lot of them in um, Walvis Bay. And on the one I'm not really surprised, because if you, you immediately spot the people coming off the cruise ship, because they're like, yeah, they seem like so disconnected from, mm -hmm. I, I don't know, I think there's something of being on a cruise ship that like makes people like... They're probably like so wired after all this. Yeah. Plus, that's what they do, yeah. they? and I think the other part of it is that they're so used to getting everything done for them yeah. and everything like that, like just interacting with people in a normal way, not in a like, you're here to serve me way. Anyway, let's not talk more about that because <laughs> it's not, not the, the topic. topic. The topic yeah. is St. Helena first impressions because I feel like we'll, we probably can and we probably will have like a number of follow-up uh, episodes of the podcast as we get to know the place better because that's I guess maybe one thing to start off with we so we've been here for a week um ah yeah so actually oh. we probably will be here for at least another month and it's possible like I could see us staying here for a couple of months I think that's like kind of our, our term uh so when we asked the harbor master how long can you can we stay like he said as long as you want he actually said like the longest someone has stayed was just under three years. He just left a few months ago. Mm -hmm. Someone who, a yachty who came here during COVID. And I think we mentioned it before in another episode, like everyone who was cruising during COVID got locked down somewhere or got mm -hmm. into trouble not being able to move on. So a lot of people ended up here uh, not being sure if they could move on or not. Maybe also not wanting to move on, not wanting to take the risk of going to Brazil and not being allowed in, or probably they weren't allowed in. And so a lot of yachts have stayed here. Um, so the he kind of almost made it sound as if it was a challenge for us to, like the harbour master, to, to stay longer than this guy. But then, since then we've met people who've also, yachts were still here since since lockdown, I mean, since uh, COVID, since so 2020, they're actually living on island, so huh? I guess yeah. that, that almost three years as being the record isn't really true because some of them have been here longer and they're still here but somebody did say three years living on the boat yeah well yeah harry's living on his boat oh, that's we've true. been living on his boat also for almost almost as long i don't know when he arrived anyway so we already know the local yachts well most of them uh well there's a little a really cute you, little 
Yacht Club. Yacht yeah. Club, yeah. It's it's so it's so <laughs> quaint, I suppose, as the whole island is. A little like hole in the wall along the mountain. Well, it's literally a, a building that's like it, on Based. the side of the mountain. Yeah. The back wall of the building is the mountain. There's no mm. back wall. <laughs> and it's a little pub. And some couches and chairs inside. Fish every Wednesday evening. Yeah. Which is really amazing. And then they also have a shower and laundry facilities. Yeah. Um, and the, if you want to use it. And they're open most days, so it's completely volunteer run. So the. It's different than uh, most of the places we've been where usually the yacht club, I mean it wasn't like that in Luderitz, but most other places the yacht club is somehow involved with uh, the mooring or the renting of the moorings. This is like done by here on St. Helena, it's the uh, port control uh, and actually the mooring boss costs like, what is it, like two pounds per night or something, it's, it's really cheap. Mm. Um, yeah. So they're basically just yeah, it's a like a volunteer run organization. But they, yeah, it's the, actually two of the yachts who've, who've, who've stayed here for longer are two of the uh, people who are like mostly involved with running it. Well, not mostly, but very involved. Uh, Case and Harry. Anyway, uh, lovely yeah, lovely vibe. So we've met the local yachts, which are people who've arrived here and haven't left yet. Uh, we've gotten yeah to Actually, know some of the the locals the saints so what do you want to say no i was going to say like uh like one of the first well actually the first place we ended up in um was the consulate hotel yeah because we <laughs> do you remember because we had to, we didn't realize that on the island there's no atms yeah so yeah, yeah we had to pay for at um at immigration to pay the fee for for getting our passport stamped or whatever so it was like okay can we pay with card no okay then we'll go to the ATM it's like no there's no ATMs on the island you have to go to the bank so we go to the bank which says Bank of St. Helena and I was joking about this because in uh, in Namibia you got the uh, Bank of Windhoek which is a bank, like it's 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 a it's a company that's called Bank of Windhoek. Here, Bank of Saint Helena, it's the only bank. Like it's there's one building which is the bank, which is the bank for the whole island. There's no ATMs, no one that we've met accepts Visa or Mastercards because the internet connection is so bad, and apparently, it, like they wouldn't be able to like, check. The money goes through. Yeah. yeah, so it's like it's really out of this. Like, yeah, no, I mean, there is cell phone reception, it's just very expensive, there's like, so yeah, we, we actually had to go to the, to the hotel to get Wi-Fi, but then we didn't have cash to pay for the Wi-Fi. <laughs> we were in a the bit of a cost, on the first day, Because yeah. the Wi-Fi costs like, you pay per half hour or hour or two hours, but you have to pay for it, it's not, no free Wi-Fi. And then we went to the bank and then, oh, anyway, it was a whole, whole history, but it, we, luckily with the friendly locals sorted us out until we, we managed to s resolve our bank issues but yeah it's it's very quaint indeed to like have like a island where there's one bank <laughs> for the whole island and there's yeah i think for a lot of things there's one of each like there's one um probably one police station there's like there's a few hotels and stuff but there's like there's one hospital as far as we know there is an airport actually which is a big big deal um, which also, well, we'll get into that maybe in another episode, but it also sounds like it kind of, people on the island are a little, seem a little bit divided about it, if, if that's a good thing or not for the island, but, well, we, we can get into that in, in another time once we've, yeah. But yeah, it's, it's, so how big is the island? We don't even, uh, we haven't actually walked the whole length of the island, so we haven't rented a car or taken a taxi yet, so we haven't actually left Grahamstown, which is, Jamestown. Jamestown, sorry. Jamestown, uh, which is the, uh, yeah, where the the mooring is in the yacht club, and which is basically one street, or well, two streets that are run up this valley, because the, the whole island is like literally a rock sticking out of the ocean. When you arrive from the east side, as, as normally everyone does when sailing, because that's the trade winds, you just see a rock. Like quite wide rock, quite high, but until you go around around it to the um, 
west side, which is where, where the town is where we're now, you don't even see any houses or any any sign of life. Uh, actually, minded K. I think we said in the last ep last episode, reminds her of like Game of Thrones, like dragon a dragon island. Um, but yeah, so we've only really gone like explored the t the town here. Not even fully. Like no. we haven't even been to the museum no. or anything like that. The furthest we got was yesterday to the hospital. We'll get into why we had to go to the hospital in a bit. But yeah, anyway, we've we've been to two fish fries now. Um, we've been to the hotel. Uh, I'd call it the hotel. It's like there's more hotels than just that one. But uh, the consulate hotel is like definitely our favorite spot. Also, some very quirky people who run the place and who just frequent the place because I saw there's like there's a few people or locals who just hang out there yeah it's actually really like we, we, we love it there yeah it's basically the bar of the hotel sorry yes we love it there because because it's uh it's a it's a really old like well it looks really like it's a really old hotel like one of the original buildings plus the interior is all like you can imagine like going there in the 40s they must have had like so many jewels like it's mm. just couches everywhere um one walls are covered in uh and there's a piano in the corner and there's like a hat rack in one corner covered with hats and yeah. and walking sticks and stuff and it just feels like I don't know just it feels really nice to just walk in there and oh they've got a beautiful outside courtyard as well and big snooker table yeah huge it's a billiards table billiards, okay. and then also like a little a little tiny garden at the back and like you just walk in there and like yeah. nobody's bothered like it's yeah. very chilled and even um uh, to the extent that the bartender we haven't met we've never seen the bartender there but they'll tell you just to go help yourself to like a cold yeah. behind the Cause, bar because the bar where we go is basically where they have the coffee and the pastries and then at the back there's a bar mm. bar which it's open because you can walk into it but there's no one ever there so if you order a drink they just tell you to go get it at the back but it's also it's not there's nothing fancy about the place hey no which is what i, I kind of like it feels like yeah, it, feels it feels comfortable yeah very much and <laughs> yeah. it's also you can see that most people i mean there's a few people who's, who's staying there i think they got i mean you said 16 rooms or something yeah which also look i mean seems like mm. a really cool place to stay yeah um but there's also just a lot of the locals and and especially also the artists seem to hang out there. I mean, that's what we've heard from, what's his name? His name is Peter. Peter. Yeah. Who actually welcomed us there the first day and he was like very helpful because mm -hmm. he's a, he was a yachty and he actually ended up here on the island. How many years ago? I can't remember. A long time ago. Or something. Yeah, yeah. He's been on the island yeah. and he's now officially a saint, but he, uh, yeah, he, he was also a yachty. So he's like very, very helpful to fellow yachties. Yeah, I mean, to the yeah. extent, sorry, yeah. yeah, no carry on. At some point he said, like, well, if it's too rocky, because it can get quite rocky on on, on the mooring, uh, if you want to just sleep here, you can just sleep on the couch. Yeah, just <laughs> like, bring your sleeping bag and sleep on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> and then the first day also, we, we arrived there quite late and they closed, and it's like, yeah, I'm just going to close the door, but like, when you leave, just close the door behind you, because the bar was closing, but yeah. we were still on the internet, so, yeah, very, very friendly. So I think that's been our two main hangouts is the Yacht Club, which is on the wharf, which is overlooking the, the ocean where you see a beautiful sunset, um, and uh, the Consulate Hotel. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we got them to know... Quite a lot of people. Quite a lot now, of people. Yeah. Are, like, I mean, I think after the day two, it felt like we'd been here for a week. Like we already, knew, yeah. Yeah, we, and we knew a couple of the ins and outs of the town and the, the yeah. whole bit of the politics side and yeah. a lot of the history from the, the from Peter the consular. He told us quite a bit about the history of the yeah. people that are on the island as well. Like, yeah. They've got quite a rich history. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it felt like yeah, it felt it's like we'd been here for lonely. like two yeah. days, and it really felt like we'd been yeah. here for like a week or two. Yeah, also because yeah. people have just been so welcoming, and that's both like the uh, local local yachtists, I call them, because they're yachtists, but they've they're living on the island now, and some of them basically moved here or not planning to move, or others um, might move like at some point. Uh, and then yeah, the locals like uh, on running the hotel, and then. The, well, what I would call the local locals, like basically They're born, in, born in, yeah. and grew up here. 
Um, and yeah, everyone's was super friendly. So I don't know. Maybe we, I want to talk a little bit about uh, first of all the language yes. and the accent. The, the accent, and also the. Um, uh, I I don't know how, how to describe it mm. in the right way. The genetic heritage. heritage. Yeah, yeah. So the. When we read it, like so, basically, people who've been living. I mean, the island's been been a UK island. For, I mean, part of the UK for a long time. Actually, Napoleon. We mentioned Napoleon, um, uh, one of the most famous previous inhabitants of the island was Napoleon Bonaparte, the the, the French. Um, well, I don't know what he was ruler. Anyway, he was uh, exiled to uh, here, so he stayed, he spent his last, the last five years of his life on the island, which is actually when, when the British decided to reinforce, like build like a bit of a fortress, because I guess they were afraid the French might try to take the island to take Bonaparte anyway. And there's, so there's a moat, not in, yeah. the, not in use, but there's a moat around the yeah. entrance to the city, oh, well, yeah. to the town. To the town, yeah, and a, a wall with a beautiful gate in it. Which actually has on on from the outside or above the gate. The gate was apparently added after they added the the wall. Uh, maybe after they realized, like or after Napoleon wasn't Bonaparte wasn't here anymore, so they realized it might be handier that people could get through the wall. Uh, it actually has the um, the shield of the British East India Company. So that was the other reason why the island was important. It was basically ships um, going between the UK and India stopped here to provision, uh, which is quite similar to how Cape Town came to be, because Cape Town was uh, a provisioning point more for the Dutch East India Company. Um, but yeah, so that that's like how, why it was like claimed by the British and why it was important for a long time. But then when the Suez Canal opened, most ships went through there, so it lost some of its importance. But uh, by that time, like there were a lot of people who'd settled down here, and like yeah, the so the the how do I say the genetic makeup of like people native here, people. native people, yeah. is is very diverse. It's like it's there's some African influences, definitely some Malaysian, Malaysian and and uh, east like far east like or or southeast, and yeah, like. Yeah, it, and European, obviously. and European, yeah. yeah. But like, it's like, it's interesting because in in South Africa you also have very diverse, I mean, people from very diverse backgrounds. But you've got distinct, like you can say, there's like there's in people of Indian heritage, the people mm -hmm. of of African heritage, yeah. which is very broad because it's this uh, Tosa and Zulu and mm. and and uh, Khoisan. And then European, and then European, you got English and English and, and Afrikaans. But here, it's just a mix, <laughs> I would say. Yeah, it's it's um, like it's the way the world will be eventually yeah, when everybody's all mixed up nice which, together. Which is what how we would <laughs> love the world to be. Yeah. So, so that the, there is no color. I mean, yeah. you know, so that everybody is just the same, and that there's no yeah. no no point to create division. Yeah. Although but on the other hand, be, yeah. there is like a typical like. I've in my head I see like the typical saint as like a certain mm. certain look. So there's actually basically saints, which is like a diverse group because some of them are like people who've like yeah. Anyway, uh, I mean there's a specific way that people look look, and there's a very specific way the people talk here. Oh. So English is <laughs> is the com the common language, but the local dialect is 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 also again like everything on the island very quaint. It's on the one hand it sounds very British. It yeah. definitely doesn't sound anything like South African English. Yeah. It's, it's some of it sounds a little bit reminds a bit of an Australian accent, but then again it's completely different. And people also just certain yeah it's I I wish I could like maybe at some point we'll have to ask someone or one of the locals to just talk to them yeah. and in record conversation because you can't I mean I don't even know how to describe it but it's so particular sometimes it's a bit hard to understand but mm -hmm. most of the time it you actually isn't, yeah. yeah it's it's not that hard but it's like such also such a typical dialect but it's oh, just also just lovely I mean it's just <laughs> like so so unique and so yeah I don't know I don't even know how to describe it 
But it's like, oh, yeah. When we were coming in on the radio, because you have to do radio before you come into port, um, uh, on Centilena radio here, yeah. we did not really understand what the lady was saying at all. <laughs> like, <we laughs> but I like, think what? that was more to do also with bad radio reception, but still, could, yeah. Could have been, but, uh, and then also remember when we went to the bank that one day, that yeah. some people's uh, accent seems to be more like, stronger yeah. Yeah, than, yeah. than others. But yeah, it's it's quite lovely. It's it was unexpected. I think that's yeah. maybe. The, I mean, we the read a little here. bit about Saint Helena before we came here, and so we read all these things. But it's un, until you are here, like you don't really. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we had some ideas of what it would be like, and we thought like it's gonna be a small village in the middle of the ocean, which is exactly what it is, mm. which has its upsides and also obviously its downsides mm. because it's it's a kind of place where like you cannot hide anything from anyone. It's like a small village, and mm. I mean, we'll, we'll we'll talk a bit more about that. But like, we learned very early on that like, um, yeah, everyone knows everything that happens on the island. Yeah. Like, like there are uh, the interesting thing is like also like ugh, yeah, I'm just going a bit all over the place. There is a local radio, local FM radio. There's two local newspapers. So also, it's not just that like things end up on the newspaper or on the new local radio, but it's just like people talk mm. and it's I guess it's on the one hand nice because people know who you are but I guess the downside of it is also you, you you're not gonna be able to hide anything I mean like yeah you if you get if you do anything that you're not supposed to they will know yep. do you want to talk a little about that uh, okay so, uh, as you all know, we have a little dog on our boat. Coco is like now passed out because it's very hot today. And we already knew before we came that she would not be allowed off the boats, but we made we we had we got all of her paperwork in order in, uh, with the idea that we would ask. And then the yeah. harbour master actually asked for us, asked the vet because he was like, yeah, maybe she can just go in quarantine. Or then he asked. He said no. <laughs> I mean, he didn't say no, the vet said no. Yeah, um, but after being, so as soon as we arrived, like obviously being a dog, Coco smelled land, and she was like, I'm shutting down my in my intestines and my bladder until you guys get me to shore. So she can we and poo on the shore, which she, yeah. we did in, when we were in office Bay or everywhere we were. So, and she's used to going everywhere with us, so for the first two days being on the boat, she just like refused to wheel poo. So I started to get worried about her. So at some point we thought, okay, let's just try, we're not going to take her onto the whole island, let's just take her to the wharf and let her see see if she does make a wheel poo, see if things are still functioning, working for her, or if we need to get her to a vet. So we did that, and like straight away we were like, Three different people yeah, talked to us straight away yeah. to tell us like we were gonna get in trouble. Totally. Uh, so I mean, we we she had a wee in a poo, and I was very happy about that. And we took her back to the boat. And then like two days later, she still hadn't wee in food again. Like she's waiting to go back to the land now because she's had a taste for it and she knows it's there. And she's just waiting for us to wake up to realize that she needs to go to the toilet. <laughs> so uh, I'm getting like quite anxious now because she's not like getting into a routine of being on the boat. Uh, or being, yeah, wing and peeing on the boat, wing and pooing on the boat. Um, so I said to Demi, like, maybe if we just go like super early on a Sunday morning and we do the same thing, we just take it to the wharf, like not going into onto into like the, uh, the town the itself. Islands, yeah. so I'll just take it to the boatyard there and see if she'll wing and poo and choose. But we tried to get there early, and there were three fishermen there, and they like, they were like, we don't mind, but <laughs> you're gonna get in trouble. They're gonna find out. <laughs> Yeah. And lo and behold, two days later, the yeah. Let's not give away anybody, but we would let's not give anyone away. No, no, no. But let's just say that one of the locals came to us and said that we must be very careful with the dog because he was he was approached and asked by the harbour control. Yeah. I mean the uh, if we had taken the dog onto shore. Um, so we took that as like the final warning, and, and uh, we're very we, grateful we, that we already he, decided we weren't yeah. going to take her onto land because it became yeah. clear that like yes, as people have told us, like yeah. it's I mean people will tell, and we will get in trouble. Yeah, so and now, it's not like we really didn't don't want to didn't want to break the rules. We just we're, we're like a bit perplexed about, about how to handle yeah, this little animal that we have on yeah, the boat with us. Yeah, because it's the first time that we arrived somewhere where she isn't allowed 
of the boats. Yeah. And I mean, it was actually the reason why at first we said we was go we we're going to stop at St. Helena for a couple of days, maybe a week maximum, and then go, because, yeah, we didn't want Coco to have to stay on the boat for this long. But we love it as much here now, so that we've, like... Coco is also getting used to being on the boat, also being on the boat by herself when we go to land yeah. uh, during the day. And, yeah, so we'll probably stay here a bit longer. It's, yeah... It's not the nicest for Coco, but I think she seems to be. She's settling in. She's okay. I mean, she's she's accepting her new reality. I think, yeah. um, and we we've accepted it too. Because I think that was also one of the hurdles. Yeah, just I think having it's to also like, that oh, she yeah. kind of realized that we, that like it wasn't clear if she was going to be able to go to land or not. So back to the island. Yeah. So basically, everyone knows everything about everyone, <laughs> which is like yeah, we'd heard, already heard that from the yeah, from the locals yeah. and from local yachts. Which sounded like some. It sounds like some people have gotten in trouble for other things. Apparently, yeah, it was when they when people arrived here yachts during COVID and they had to quarantine on their boats. Apparently, some of the locals on land were keeping an eye with their binoculars to see if none of the yachts went to each other's boats and stuff. Which is yeah, kind of. I mean, we were just talking about it. This is like. I'll, like uh, after the first few days, I was like kind of idolizing, mm, idealizing, not yeah, idolizing. Yeah. yeah, the the how how beautiful it is here, and uh, like how everything is like how we would love the world to be, like like mm. like a community where people live like closer to the land and where everyone knows everyone, and there's no well hardly any crime, um, which we'll all get into a little bit later, and definitely in other episodes also. Um, but then the other side of it is like, yeah, that everyone also is minding your business, which I guess, yeah, it's interesting because we, before we moved on to the boat, we were living in a small community on the top of a hill, which kind of in its own way is like that too. Everyone knows everything about everyone and everyone helps each other, mm -hmm. but also like you, like everyone knows your business. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like... Yeah, there's upsides and downsides to this. I think we, we like it, but there's a, there are obviously parts of it that are like a bit less less nice. But back to the island. Yes. So there's two things I want to mention is the... Well, three things. Uh, the first is the incredibly beautiful crystal clear water. Yes. Uh, which we did kind of mention last week, but uh, I just want to say there's like tons of fish life, or ocean life, in the water. Under the boats, and you can see it. <laughs> yes, uh, which is more like not like we the places we've been till now, which exactly. is Cape Town and, and Namibia, where. And fishing is a big big industry. I mean, not industry like the, there's a lot of fishing Local happening. Fishing, people, uh, uh, yeah. and you can like they'll give you they'll catch a fish for you and they'll just give it yeah, to you. Yeah, so there's tuna here, like big tuna, and it's like yeah, they catch. Like overfishing is not is not an issue here yet because. It's so remote that I guess. But they also no have strict measures in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But and and since the local, I mean, they can't really fish to export because the the island is so remote. There's only a boat coming once every six weeks, I think. So like, there's no point in catching fish here to export. So it's all just fishing for local consumption, which means there's like no overfishing. There's like all those fishing boats are small boats. Like there's no big trawlers and. Yeah, which is lovely. Yeah, and it's also like less noisy than all the other well, the other yeah. harbors that we've been in so far, or fishing harbors that we've been in so so far, which has been really great. Um, so the water is really beautiful for scuba diving, for uh, snorkeling, snorkeling, and free diving. Yeah, and then the other thing is that there are whale sharks that frequent. Uh, yeah. They come around the islands as well as we heard yesterday hammer, sh hammer sharks and yeah. maybe a few other sharks as well And you can actually dive with the whale shark if you come at the right time of year, which, which is not now <laughs> No, it's getting yeah. too cold now. So though we, we yeah, we missed the the outing uh, last Sunday to yeah. go watch the, the whale shark thing, yeah. It was the last one of this of the season because the water is getting cold and the, the sharks are moving on whale sharks Yeah, which I kind of like was feeling a little bit uh, like I had mixed feelings about actually doing that, but so I mean I I'm, I think we were both okay with not. It would have mm. been really amazing, like yeah, an amazing we, opportunity, yeah. but we were kind of okay with not mm. doing it. Um, and then the third thing is that um, the the fresh produce they only grow certain things on the island, so 
uh, on a Wednesday and Thursday are market days um, and you can get your fresh produce then and you're not like you couldn't won't necessarily get everything that you think that you can get at home or that you can get at home yeah. so apparently there's been a shortage of potatoes this which is funny because I do grow potatoes here but yeah. apparently everyone this season was growing tom tomatoes so there's like an excess an of tomatoes, excess of tomatoes yeah. which we'll get into later because that ties in with the oh, yes. hospital story. Yeah, <laughs> you want to go there now? No, no, like, uh, let's keep, let's build a bit of a cliffhanger. <laughs> um, uh, so it's quite like a, uh, like a cool thing to, to know that, like, on a, okay, go early on a Wednesday morning and a Thursday morning to go get your fresh produce. Um, yeah. it's got, it's like a nice, like, little villagey feel. Yeah. And, um, so most of the stuff here that they sell on the island comes in by boat. Yeah. So they've got uh, a small container ship that actually comes... They used to have like the uh, Royal Mail ship St. Helena that, that, did the, that came from the UK, stopped here and then went to Cape Town and then came back. That was the... Before the airport that was the only connection with the outside world except for yeah, visiting yachties. Mm -hmm. And that's how... I mean it was a mail ship but it also brought... was transport for people and goods. Mm -hmm. So now there's an airport, which means people fly in, and you can fly in goods also, but obviously that would be very expensive. So now they have a container ship coming. Um, it's not very clear because it it sounds like the the last one, like there was a bigger gap now in between. So the the previous one coming, and now the next one's going to be in six weeks, or that was last week anyway. So there's a date when the new ship comes in, and until that date whatever is on the island what is whatever isn't on the island you're not gonna find like mm -hmm. apparently there was no coca-cola which we've already found coca-cola <laughs> apparently there's no cider which we haven't found so cider might actually yeah. be out of the island there's no potatoes which weirdly enough like they can grow here locally but apparently this like everyone <laughs> just does their own thing the farmers and ended up everyone doing the same thing so there's a lot of cucumbers and tomatoes no potatoes although we did find tomatoes Potatoes. Potatoes. Yeah. There's very there's a lot of chickens on the island, but they're basically wild, so there's no eggs. Again, we did find eggs, but like there was a shortage of eggs. What else was? I think those are the main ones. Yeah. yeah. So that was like, that was what like uh, one of the locals told us on day one is like you don't people don't talk about politics here like 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 people don't know or care who Trump is, but like they will talk about what <laughs> what they can't get on the island because now there's a shortage of this. But it's not like people are complaining about it. That's just like, that's just part of living here. Mm. You're so remote that like, yeah, you are dependent on, um, well, on whatever it's grown here or it's, it's imported. But on the other hand, we the, the shops here, like they've got, since most things are imported either from South Africa or the UK, on the one hand, we've like we found a lot of things we're used to getting in in Cape Town in South Africa or in Namibia, which is also gets a lot of stuff from South Africa. But then there's a lot of stuff which is from the UK, which we don't get mm. there. So we actually we haven't felt like there's like a sh shortage of anything, but it's just like yeah, one of those quirky things. Also, the supermarket, the big supermarket, is like tiny really compared to what we used mm. to in in. South Africa and like everything is just like yeah just also has its own pace and its own way um, but yeah I mean I still think like the people here in the how I mean I uh, what the other thing I mentioned is like crime like I mean it's not like there's no crime here but I was thinking like basically there's hardly any crime here because as we said everyone knows everything about everyone everyone so what also, what are you going to do? Like, if you steal a car, what are you going to do with it? Like, it's like, there's only one, basically one road on the island. I mean, like a, a long road going all the way around the island. But like, you're not, it's not like you're going to be able, if you steal anything, you're going to like, you're not be able to fence it because like everyone will know, like, yeah. So, I mean, it's not like there's no crime. I don't think we want to go into that uh, right now. There is, I mean, there is a, a jail on the island and there are a few people in jail. Um, but so there is it's it's not like there's not no crime but like basically people here like we've ne we've never locked our boat when we left here because we don't feel like it's unsafe and also locals say they just leave their houses and their cars unlocked because yeah you can leave like people 
you can leave like we left Phil like uh, at, yeah. at the hotel of the day. And so like, if you leave it here, like you come back in two hours, yeah. it's still gonna be here. No one's gonna take it. Like it's way safer than anywhere. Yeah, been. not just safer. And it's so like the sense of community where yeah. people like look after each. I mean, I lost my diving goggles, and then two days later I found them again because they were just why I'd left them mm. at the art club or someone brought them there and there's like mm. also people there it's like yeah you're not gonna lose things here like yeah. things like yeah it's I mean it's I mean I, I just thought of it now and also when I mean Africa burn is happening right now and Africa burn is basically I don't know how big it is this year but like usually it's around like 8,000 people if it's mm. like so the island is half the size of that and the sense of community is here is like kind of what I feel like I'm looking for at, at Africa Burn. And for whatever reason, I mean, we're not going to get into Africa Burn. We talked about Africa Burn two episodes ago. But I mean, this is like kind of what, what like, yeah, what I'm like community, like real community. And it's like, yeah, it just, I mean, to anyone listening to this podcast, just come see for yourself. I mean, it's, it's not cheap to fly here because there's only one like there's there's only one flight in and out and then they arrive on Saturday on the and leave on Saturday and right now the price is, is pretty steep but like yeah it's if you want to go on a holiday it's like it's basically we're close to the equator it's like going into winter now but it's still like really warm mm. um, like you said like diving fishing uh, stargazing like there's no light mm. pollution because it's like there's hardly any lights on the island it's like it's just such an amazing place and I mean like I said like the main thing I think is just the people here uh, which I'd, I'd love to I'd love to like well read up a little bit more about it and talk to other people about it and then I'd love to just have a whole episode about that so we can explore it more because I don't want to like miss misrepresent it but to me it feels like it feels very special and just very just people are so welcoming. I mean, how many people have just struck up a conversation with us and just shared, like, yeah, everything we know about the island is because people are just sharing it with us because they're, like, happy to, like, yeah. But people are so super generous. Like, we've been given food. Um, we were given a free taxi ride to the hospital yesterday. Yeah, um, yeah I, I just, uh, uh, there's definitely, oh, yeah, uh, our ferry ride the first day the the driver offered us fish he's like oh, i'm going i'm going fishing on on sunday i'll bring you a fish how many fish do you want one or two <laughs> like like and he wasn't even selling it he's gonna give yeah, us fish. You asked, like yeah. how much is it's like no no i'll give you one or two or three as much as you want because yeah yeah they, they're so easy to catch tuna yeah. here and they're happy to share so yeah i mean that that in itself mm. is also special you know the like foods Food, the fish. fish cakes. No, well, not the fish cakes. Yeah. The fish cakes and the the fried fish. The tuna is amazing. So they basically all, make yeah. uh, tuna steaks. Yeah, tuna steaks yeah. or or tuna in batter, yeah. like basically um, fried fish. But mm. like, also everyone has their own recipe. So there's like, everyone on the island has their own recipe for fish cakes and for for the batter. But like, with yeah, it's re really really nice and like just yeah. You can taste it's fresh and it's like, yeah. And fish cakes are one of the island's special specialties. specialties yeah. yeah. So, but everyone makes them differently. So, yeah. anyway, you want to speak about tomatoes? <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, okay, there's so many tomatoes on the island. We should make tomato soup. And Kay's like, I've never made tomato soup. Why would we even make tomato soup with fresh tomatoes? Like, okay, I'll make tomato soup. Yeah, because we don't have a blender and all of that yeah. stuff on the boat. But anyway, yeah. So we bought a bunch of tomatoes which there were like plenty on mm. and like the, that was the only thing actually when you yeah. go to the shop on other days than Wednesday or Thursday when where there's plenty of it like you said tomatoes and cucumbers um, I chopped up the tomatoes peeled them everything was making a soup with special spices we found here mixed spices which Kay also wasn't too sure about but like anyway I was very happy with my soup then we were gonna make some halloumi burgers and I put the soup aside and we're on a boat in a mooring so the boat moves around and it moved around and the soup toppled over and it was very hot so I wasn't wearing any clothes and it went straight from my crutch area 
<laughs> Luckily, it hit me on the leg. A little bit of splashback to the the groin, the groin, but like into the private parts. Not too bad, but like yeah. Anyway, I got. Luckily, I mean, yeah, I, I shouted so loud that like I think all the bots in the area heard. But like, mm -hmm. Kate jumped to my rescue and gave me water to pour over it, and then got the heat, uh, burn shields. So we managed to like treat it as best as we could. But like, I did get second degree burns. Uh, so that's why yesterday morning we went to the hospital just to check, like get it checked out and get it taken care of, uh, which gave us also like yeah, well, got to know a few more people. And then yesterday evening when I went to the fish fry, I was walking with a bit of a limp, mainly because my the a bit of a limp, like it was a quite, proper it was pirate <laughs> limp. Uh, yeah. Kay will post a, a video of it on on Instagram. I don't think you have done yet, but no. you can find it on our. SV Tropical Dawn on Instagram. Now because the bandage, so yeah, the the nurse put the bandage uh, on, and she said after she took photos. Yes, <laughs> Kay is not sure. Kay thinks they're gonna be we will all be featured in the next uh, newspaper. In the newspaper, um, you know, the bandage came off as we were walking back from from the hospital, so we had to go back up. She took a, a taxi back up. I mean, I think we took a taxi up the first time and then we walked back down and we took a taxi back up and took a taxi back down. Anyway, <laughs> lots of to and fro, but I was very careful to walk, do not Upset move the, the bandage. bandage. Yeah. So we ended up going to the fish fry yesterday because it was Wednesday and like obviously people are like, what's, like, what's with the limp? <laughs> so all, the whole island now knows what's happened. About the one yachty who spilled tomato soup on his crotch, <laughs> uh, and I might make the local newspaper. <laughs> no, I'm I'm fine. It's it's like it's it'll probably be leave a bit of a scar. It's not hurting that much anymore, but it's like just a bit awkward to leave the bandage and we have to go go back every second day just to uh, clean the dress, cleaning, yeah. clean the dressing, and get dressing it, it get it uh, checked out again. But it'll it'll be fine. But I'm yeah, I'm a bit immobilized. Um, and that's like the thing, the main thing that that uh, that have happened here. Um, in the last week, week. Yeah. I mean, the other in thing the is that our, our friends on Cassius, Cassius, who left, um, who we met in Walvis Bay, who left a few weeks before us or a week and a half before us. Uh, they were here when we arrived, but they left on Sunday, Sunday morning. Uh, there was another big boat here, big catamaran HQ, also uh, mm. people from South Africa that we briefly got to meet. We're also very lovely people. Mm. Uh, yeah, we met, uh, well, Case and Harry are locals. Well, Harry is living on his boat. Case is like a local who sailed into the island, but now is like basically settled down here. He still has his boat, but he's, he's not moving anytime soon. And then, yeah, who else? Donnie. Is one of Liz. the saints, hmm? Liz, Liz who dives with yeah. Anyway, met so many people like and and just had such lovely conversations. And on the one hand, from fellow yachties, which like also makes us feel I don't know more connected to the yachty side because there's there's a definitely a strong link between yachties and and the island because it's like that's basically the people who like. Of all the people who visit the island, that's a very big proportion of it. Um, but yeah, look, met so many lovely people, and like really looking forward to meeting more people. Meeting also going in inland, and actually, so apparently, once you go up like to the top of the island, it gets very green, and it's like looks completely different than what we've seen till now. We still have to climb the stairs. We want to talk about the stairs, mm. Jacob's ladder. Yeah, there's a. Well, I don't really. There's a there's a big ladder. Steps. <laughs> steps, steps going in, from yeah. from the town to like the which actually looks like suburbs, which is like higher up and anyway, very well known actually, attraction of the island. Before we came, um, I watched. Uh, I was looking for YouTube videos about the island just to get a feel for what it was going to be like, and the, I watched one of the of some tourism person who came here and tried to climb the ladder and it was the most funniest thing because they had to take a break every 10 minutes or so <laughs> and they were like breathing so heavily and like they were really struggling to climb the ladder and it's just like it's, it's like it makes me think 
have a bit of sense of humor when I think about the ladder, but we haven't been up there yet. No. Apparently the record for climbing it is like five minutes. and Which is insane. Jen, Jenya and Cassius did it in ten. And then she beat her own records by going under ten minutes. Yeah. So she did it again. Yes. Just be the day before they left, yeah. they were, she wanted to do it again. So We haven't done it yet. No. Um, we'll do it on Coronation Day. Oh yes, if you do it on Coronation Day, which is the 7th of May, then you... When uh, King Charles is coronated King Charles of Britain yes. or whatever his official <laughs> title is then you get a special certificate from so, the king yeah yeah I don't think he's gonna personally be <laughs> no. able to give it to us because he'll be being coronated but uh yeah it's funny that like the the island is very quaint and on its own but it's also very British like the uh the special stamps from all the royal visits they've had and yeah so we'll be here on Coronation Day, which looks like it's going to be, like, we saw in the local newspaper, there's, like, so many things they've planned oh for that day. So, um, yeah, we're actually looking forward to, I mean, as we were saying, like, we don't really care that much about the British royal family, but since it's, like, since we're here now and it's, like, kind of part of, like, the heritage or culture of the island, we'll, we'll definitely take part in the celebrations because it does sound like it's going to be a big big day yeah there's one one of the parties they want people to dress up royal, like royals and then kids who dress up like royally they can also get a special prize as a mm. little king and queen and yeah anyway it sounds it sounds like it's going to be going to be quite a quite something um but yeah i'm sure you'll we'll tell you all about that once we've experienced it yeah so we'll but I'm sure we'll have more to tell you next week once we get to know yeah. the locals and the land a little Even bit better. better. Um, but that's what we wanted to share for now. Yes. Um, uh, we're still we're so um, we're mainly reachable if you want to get in touch via our Garmin Inreach, which we the link we'll post underneath here and we've posted before. We do check our internet. I mean our online social whatever. <laughs> every couple of days but it's like since the internet is so expensive and it's basically you pay per half hour per uh, per uh device so we don't really we're not really online at the moment which actually turns out to be lovely i don't i don't really miss it um but yeah so if you feel if you if you want to get in touch um just check the notes under this episode um and yeah, we'll have a next a new episode next Friday. <laughs>